ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू फ्रेंड्स वी टॉकिंग अबाउट द um struggle mentioned in the first chapter of the bhagavad gita between the soul and the ego and the ego wanting to cling to its old habits and the soul saying no we must rise above them and it talks about the family of consciousness well this is true outwardly and inwardly both the gita is true on all levels when it talks of the war it is true that there is such a thing as a righteous war and uh, so it's saying that in the case of a righteous war you must fight you can't just sit back and and uh, let it happen i mentioned this thing i think a few days ago how uh, somebody asked mahatma gandhi what would you do if some madman came to your village and began shooting everybody and he said i would let him shoot me first well that's very nice but what if he goes on and shoots everybody else it's not practical there are times when it's necessary to be violent even if you are not violent inwardly non-violence means not having a will to hurt but sometimes you've got to hurt sometimes you've got to repress you've got to put people in prison you have to uh keep them from harming other people and so war sometimes is righteous and so here also it's true on a, a spiritual level of course that we have to overcome our lower tendencies in order to find our higher ones but even on this level in the on the lower level we find that our actual families usually oppose us very blessed are those whose families support them in their spiritual endeavor because it doesn't happen very often they will even uh put uh, lock them up to keep them from seeking god or going to their guru and there has to come the point in everybody's evolution i don't say life because life means this life but in your long series of lives there has to come the point where you are willing to disappoint even your own nearest and dearest because there is no one who is truly your own unless it be god jesus said who is my father and mother and brother and sister except those who love god he was extreme in his teaching and very few people understand it it's so interesting that most of his followers are materialists who seek compromises with matter and they go to church and they think that jesus was uh, saying things to them he was saying things very challenging to them and they don't see it and when he said be ye therefore perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect they translate that to mean be therefore good as even as god is good it's not enough you've got to be fierce in your goodness in the sense of not fierce against other people but fierce with yourself you've got to understand that the choice is absolute it's not an easy choice to make because you do love these people and this is why arjuna this is why that symbol is so beautiful of the war of kurukshetra because arjuna is saying i'm i'm having you're asking me to fight my own relatives even if they fight my own higher good even if they try to prevent me from seeking god 
After all, they are my own. How can I kill them? Anybody who compromises like that, anybody who tries to go in two boats, you'll drown in the middle when the boats separate. Anyone who thinks in terms of, well, I don't want to displease my parents. I don't want to displease my, my friends in the world. And so I'll try to be friendly with them and do the things they do and still try to meditate on my own. Well, lots of luck, but the truth is that that almost never works. Either you keep your spiritual practice very much of a secret, even so, you can't afford to mix with people who are worldly. You have to make that very strict decision with your parents. Well, it's not so easy, but if they're going to fight you, then you must be firm. There's a beautiful story. Well, you, you may not call it beautiful. I call it beautiful. Sadashiva was a great saint in southern India, and he used to meditate in his family's home as a young man. And uh, one day he came out of his room, and he found a lot of commotion going on. And he said, well, what is this? And he said, well, your bride-to-be is being brought here. And he went to his room, and he thought, well... If merely from the prospective coming of my bride is going to create so much confusion in my home, what will her real, be, real presence here be? And he stepped out of the house that night and never, never came back. They never heard from him again. That may seem extreme, but believe me, if you want God, you've got to be extreme. You have to make a very firm commitment. You don't have to be angry, but do... Be very firm. Say, no, this is what I'm looking for. I know that my, my family have always been bankers. I choose not to be. I know that our tradition is that we always be doctors or this or that. Don't worry about it. That's their business. Your business is from eternity to find God. And once you find that little germ growing within you, cling to it for all it's worth because it's very easy to lose touch with again. And how many more lives of ups and downs will you have to go through before you finally come back to it? Everyone in the world is on the spiritual path, but only about one in a million know that they are. Most people wander in delusion, and the results of wandering in delusion are pain and suffering. Krishna said, get away from my ocean of suffering and misery. You don't see people suffering. You see them happy enough. That's the mask they put on. Watch them in their own kitchens. Watch them in their own living room. There's not that happiness there. And where there is, I know my parents. I never saw my parents argue. I've never heard of them having an argument. But what a compromise with happiness. Sitting in the living room, reading together, and every now and then making a comment on the weather. There wasn't that kind of harmony that, to me, spells divine love. It was a compromise with our ideals. We must learn to make that choice and to make it very, very strongly. You are a child of God, and until you know who you are, you will go on suffering. Yogananda said to the center leader of his work in Mexico City, Mr. Quaron, I lost sight of you for a few lives, but now I've found you again, and I will never let go of you again. What had happened was that this disciple had found something he thought he liked and wandered with it for a while, 
and found that it didn't work. And finally, after lots of wandering, because that wandering takes, it has its own momentum, so it keeps on for a while until finally this buried desire for God begins to burst out of the heart again and say, no, this isn't working. I want God. And so again and again you come back. I said to my guru one time, have I been your disciple for thousands of years? He said, it's been a long time. That's all I will say. I said, sir, I didn't want to think I was the only laggard on the whole scene. I said, sir, does it always take so long? He said, yes. Desires for name and fame take them away again and again. And I suppose desire for name and fame was what I had gone through. Otherwise, he might have mentioned something else. But all these things are absolutely worthless. The opinions of others are worthless. There's only one who can really judge you as you are, and that is God. Be loyal to him. Joy to you.